0: Welcome to the DNA Podcast. I'm your host, Dee Pugh, and I have a very, very, very special episode tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, tonight, I am supporting local. Uh, we I've, I've talked about it on a few different episodes. we I am going to be a part of a, a charity event that is going on in uh, my local area, in the good state of Connecticut, um, and I actually have the founder of the, uh, the charity, the uh, Advancing Heroes Fun. Uh, with me tonight. I have Kathy, and then I have a gentleman that your voice has, his voice you guys have heard before a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, I have the, the wonderful, the adorable, the puzzling James Meany with me The from Covetous Imp Gaming. You'll recall him from, you did, oh God, how long ago was that, James? Uh, that was two about years? two years ago. Two years ago. Man, we got to get you back on some more. uh uh, yeah you did the you were the dm for our DD one shot uh Mm -hmm. long long a while ago uh so uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, thank you so much for being on the show uh and listeners thank you so much for listening uh kathy and james thank you so much uh we're here to do something special tonight uh we're here to talk about something fun here uh we're talking about the advancing heroes fun uh which is the 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 overall title is an evening of adventure, uh, which will be held on March 25th, twenty fifth, uh, twenty this this year. I don't know why I have to say twenty twenty three, but you know, let's talk about this event, Kathy. This is this is your baby. This is your thing. So briefly, before we get into the, the full episode, what is the uh, the advancing heroes fund?
1: So hi everyone. Um, my name is Kathy Verlick, and uh, the Advancing Heroes Fund was actually created in memory of my husband. Uh, my husband passed away suddenly in July of last year, and sort of in that time between the the event happening and and during the that week, you know, where you're you're sort of sitting around looking at each other, saying, well, "What just happened?" We, my children, and I realized that we needed to do something. You, you feel helpless when, when things like this happen. And we, we realized that what we wanted to do was to create a legacy. And my husband was a nurse um, and he believed very much in education. He believed very much in supporting his fellow practitioners. And Advancing Heroes believes, um, sort of by extension, Jeff was a DD d player. Um, from way back, Um, and we believe that the best people to help local heroes, EMTs in this particular case, are people who, on a regular basis, play heroes. And, you know, whether they're cosplayers or D&D players or Jedi or Sith or whatever, we feel like this community is precisely the right one to help heroes who who rush in to help other people every single day.
0: I uh. love that. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm, so, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? I am so sorry.
1: No, no, uh. you didn't at all. I mean, we, we, we sort of govern ourselves by a quote um, by Brody Ashton, um, heroes are made by the paths they choose, not the powers they are graced with. And we believe that to be true. And when you have a community of folk who understand what it means to be a hero, even if it's an extension of their imagination, they get it. They understand why heroes are important. And we believe that helping our local heroes, our EMTs, by providing them with a career path, because essentially what we're doing is we are raising money for grants to help EMTs become paramedics. And if you think about it, an EMT who's the person that you see on what is probably the absolute worst day of your life, probably will not stay in that field more than five years. Because they simply don't make a good wage for a job that's very, very stressful very difficult. Imagine if you had to do your job every day in the backseat of a vehicle moving 60 miles an hour. Imagine if you didn't know, when you went to your meeting, who was going to be on the other side of that door? If they're going to be violent, they're going to be somebody you know, it's going to be a child. Or if it's going to be somebody you just can't help. So Our goal is to give these folks a career path to keep the skilled and the experienced doing what they do best and that's saving lives. So I was sort of a long-winded...
0: No, like honestly, (laughs) no, my God, that's, I don't, There's this is one of those few times I think in my life where I don't have words for something because first off, You've taken a moment in your life, which is arguably one of the the toughest and hardest moments that any person can have, and you approached it in a way that I will say I even fall into that category that 99% of the people out there who go through a loss don't even think about anyone else besides this moment that has happened to them. And you've taken this moment and said, how can I better the world? How can I better my home? How can I better my friends and family? How can I do something to improve society? And you've embraced that and used this moment to improve others' lives and save lives. And that's, I... I'm, I'm trying to find words to wrap like, like this is a heartfelt moment. This is truly is. And when I was originally approached about this, you know, James came to me and said, Hey, you know, we're running this fundraiser. We're doing this thing. We want to make sure it gets the light of day. It deserves And I, I without even a doubt, I didn't even question it. I was like, Absolutely. I want to do this. I want to do what I can. And it's, it's hitting me on a more personal level because, you know, I, I've had a loss in my life and I, I remember those feelings and, taking this charity it, I, I feel a lot more for it now I, I I truly do and it's I am more excited to be a part of this now than I think I ever was and so it's I, I truly I, I know I'm rambling because I really don't even know what to say other than wow this is incredible and I am so excited and truly honored to help you with this and so you you reached out so let's start with this Mm -hmm. how how did you decide I want to use nerd culture I want to use I you know you are a member of the uh oh my gosh I'm going to screw this up Saber Uh, Guild yes Saber Guild I I was going for the 501st in my head and I was like (laughs) no that's not the right one so I apologize uh but yes you're a member of the Saber Guild uh you know was it ever in your mind to just because you've done events for them did you not think hey maybe i'll just do something with them what made you choose rpgs specifically D?
1: so as i mentioned jeff played D from the time he was 16 years old he was an ad and d guy um and when we laid him to rest we actually sent his dice with him in case did he could pick really? up a game on the other side yeah um and interestingly, you know, we mentioned uh, Saber Guild. Um, Jeff was in the process of becoming approved to become a member of, of the Saber Guild, to become a Jedi. And because he was an emergency room nurse, um, he typically worked weekends. Um, so he, he was never really able to get there. And the global uh, Saber Guild organization awarded Jeff uh, the designation of Saber Guild 1000. So once we're approved by Lucasfilm and by the Global Council, uh, we receive a number. And your number is very important to you because it tells, you know, it's when you became part of the organization. And the number 1000 was was scrolling up. And when our, our nerd fam, um, you know, had the opportunity, they they didn't give that number to Ewan McGregor. They didn't give that number to, you know, some other actor. They gave that number to Jeff. And he will eternally be Saber Guild 1000. Because Jeff really demonstrated what it truly means to be a Jedi. He was, he always put other people in before himself. He was quiet, although he would tell himself jokes and would tackle like, (laughs) and you'd be like, why are you laughing? Because I just thought of a joke. Um, No job was beneath him. You know, somebody needed help putting their boots on, they put their boots on. And, you know, so he is part of the nerd culture. You know, an old-time D and d player. He was a DM. He um, you know, he had a character that managed to live for forty five calendar years. <laughs> not
2: not game years.
1: <laughs> calendar years. <laughs> um, so it just it felt right. Um, and actually our I'm also a, a haunt actor, but our our haunt fam and our nerd fam were the the people who were there for us um, at Jeff's memorial there were somewhere between 500 and 600 people who came wow. because he was very well known at the hospitals that he worked for um, and I remember about you know, your brain doesn't really work when you're in that moment and you're you're focusing on breathing and 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 um, but there were about 12 people who I know were there. And they were the 12 people from Kessel Temple, our Saber Guild family, who came to the memorial and sat in the back and were just a quiet presence. You know, and that's that's what nerd family is. That's what nerd culture is. They're people who are just quietly there. They're there for you you know they don't think twice about being there for you when you need them the most and um so we just decided to combine things that we love for someone we love and for people who who really do need us they really
0: that's, do that's that is amazing on so many levels uh, it truly is um and the fact that you chose D as your, mm-hmm. your your core thing it's very fun because i've always felt like dnd is just this overall immersive experience and it's it's very collaborative it's a fun storyteller storytelling building machine or mechanism um and you like i said you have collaborated with a mutual friend of ours and a very very good dm If i you know one my favorite to actually do Um, and legitimately not to boost your ego here a little bit James but when I tell people like who hey who do you like for your DM and I'm like oh my god I love it when James DMs like you make things fun (laughs) for me so you're my you are you're one of my favorite guys to go to for as a DM so I'm like man I always get excited when I get your tables and stuff Um, so you know kind of segue into you here a little bit James because you know how did you get involved with this and what was your, your thought process going
2: through this event? Um, so I met Kathy at a one shot. Um, I, I hadn't realized up until probably within the last, um, two weeks, uh, how close to the loss of Jeff, um, our meeting was. And, uh, and, uh, you know, she came to one of my events and she sat down and, and, and just wanted to play D&D. And um, afterwards, uh, you know, when you, when you get together with another DM, you, you talk about the, you know, the schemes that you keep behind the screen and, and things like that. And, and there was immediately this bond between the two of us where, uh, you know, we could talk about stuff like that. And, and it was very easy to talk about stuff like that. And we probably could have talked through the night about that stuff. Um, and and then she told me that you know I recently lost my husband, and and these are the things that um, we're kind of thinking about. And immediately, without even having all the information, um, you know, we closed up shop for the night, and and I went outside and and I sort of talking to the the people that I work with, and, and I said I really want to get behind this, and you know, is everybody okay with with getting behind this and 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 doing this this charity event? And of course, everybody that that I'm with was behind it as well and um it it just it just has grown into this fun magical thing and and i think that 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 is really this is the the perfect uh metaphor for what D is it, it's it's a tragedy happens and you call on heroes and those heroes make the world a better place i couldn't have said it any better
0: truly that is yeah. I I I keep going back to saying this. I'm at a loss of words for right now because I this is an impactful and amazing thing that you guys are doing. And I am excited to be a part of this. And I literally am at a blank here. I, this is crazy. Uh, so, so it is
1: it, so I did <laughs> want to mention so yeah, go ahead. the reason how James and I the way James and I met was yes, I came to one of his one-shots. Um, my daughter and I um, we, we, we live in the Valley. We don't live in, in Southington. And, but we knew I had seen, I think I had seen covetous imp on Facebook or something. And I said, I said to Kyla, I go, I need to go somewhere where I'm not a widow. I need to go somewhere where I don't, I'm not having people. And it sounds I don't, I don't know what it sounds like, but you know, it was, it was six weeks after Jeff passed away. I said, I, I want to be able to go someplace and just be Kathy. And even better, I don't want to be Kathy. I want to be the bard.
0: <laughs> is that your favorite class, by the way?
1: It is, although I, I, I have been playing a half-orc ranger lately who has really gotten um, herself into my heartstrings um but yes i typically like to play the bard although at james's games i always play the fighter
0: <laughs> oh do you i'm gonna ask you did, does he make you do the, the witty sayings and the for vicious mockery and stuff like that that is my go-to usually i, if someone I, I use that too i use it because of you you truly did inspire me there like when <laughs> i have people play bards i'm like hey if you're gonna use vicious mockery you better have something witty up your sleeve and two, mm-hmm. Bardic Inspiration, you give me some inspiration here. Most of the time they're like, you've got this. <laughs> but <laughs> um yes, for okay. the longest
1: time I was studying Shakespearean insults so oh, that I could make sure that that's you know
0: good. you egg. <laughs> I bite my thumb at thee. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, oh my god. Um all right, so you're you you're doing this event you you you've mm-hmm. decided you're going to do something to remember Jeff. And you chose d and d. you have d and d inspired games. and you had a plethora of people show up and say, hey, I'm in. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's you know, let's let's kind of break this down a little bit here. like, um, what all is going into this event? Because there is a lot.
1: There is a lot. So our goal is to make it an immersive experience. Yes, you'll be sitting at a table. Yes, there'll be pencils and dice involved. But part of what we would love to do is, to ha- is for people to have an entire evening where you'll be greeted by our guard at the door who will check your credentials and make sure that you are permitted to enter and then they will lead you to the village or town wherever your adventure is taking place. Uh, We have a um, dinner service that will be available which can include something as exotic as roasted boar with honeyed apples. Um, So we're doing some themed food, yes. He's doing honeyed boar, um, wyvern stew. He's doing, um, you know, all of the food will be in Theme, you know, roasted vegetables. You know, this very, um, you know, on brand. Um, We have a great gentleman by the name of Tom who owns a couple of uh, cafes here in the area, and he has been running the same universe for thirty-eight years. He's a DM in his own right. He play. He runs AD&D. His maps are exquisite. You know, he has religions and political systems and it's an amazing thing so he's part of our nerd family but he says you know i i want to do food but i want it to fit
0: i approve i approve on so many levels that's (laughs) oh that's awesome geez all right so to put this into perspective here not to age you know your friend here uh but i'm 36 and (laughs) so he's been literally running the same game longer than i've been on this earth yeah. James are you in that that category?
2: Uh, I started playing D and d. I want to say, somewhere around 32 years ago.
0: 32.
2: Okay. Yeah. So uh, nowhere close have <laughs> I ever had a, a, the same group of people for that long.: but, That's dedication. Um, That's um, on and off though. I, I certainly haven't played nonstop. I definitely my time in the military definitely um, yeah. threw a jam into playing D and d. Um, but, um, you know, I think the group I have now, the group that plays in my house, uh, every other week, um, you know, they, they love the content that we're playing and, and, uh, it's, uh, it's moving along nicely. And, and, uh, I, I do those, you know, the schemes where, you know, all of a sudden it's not, it's not the jump scare. It's the the like, there's some puppet master that's affecting all of your, all of your actions. Are somebody else's pulling the puppet strings? Puppet strings. Ooh, I like that plot twist. That's a yes. that's fun. Um, oh, we
1: could have a whole segment on all the awful things we've done to our parties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we would never do that. Come on. <laughs> there can't can't possibly be repercussions (laughs) for their actions no no
1: no, not at
0: all (laughs) (laughs) um so okay so you have this um this amazing gentleman who is cooking up a a plethora of different foods uh you have you know npcs if you will you have people who are legitimately you know side characters and just the the npcs uh what about you know? Are, are you expecting any vendors for this event?
1: We are. We have a curated um, group of vendors down in our village, um, who will be offering you know gaming accessories, art, all sorts of things um, to fulfill everyone's nerdy desires. Um, you know, which we're very excited. Um, you know, to have have our, our little village near our tavern. Um, it is a non-alcoholic event, so I know I said tavern. I don't want anybody to get ah. too excited.
0: <laughs> Noted. Thank you. Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, have you seen an orc when they've had a few? I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, we have a um, a potion maker uh, called the Charged Cantina who will be doing drinks like um, the Shocking Grasp on the Shore, and they're these are um, boosted sort of, um, they, they technically call them teas, but they're more like different flavored drinks that are, they have special effects in them, you know, layers and whatnot. Um, you know, we have, they have, you know, the, the crown of madness or, um, you know, all of them have, you know, names of, you know, spells or effects that you might see in a game, um, you know, which is fun, a shocking grasp. Um, you know so we're really trying to just create this immersive experience we're gonna have a lot of folk in costume so costumes are not only allowed they are strongly encouraged
0: by so all definitely, definitely James are you wearing a costume
2: uh it's possible if uh if one of my uh, Jedi friends has the right attire I, I might throw something on oh because... yes you will
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh, I am, I am uh, as well, uh, just, just, just so I can put my hat in here of running a table. Uh, I am doing, uh, a Scottish theme, but so I have been requested to wear a kilt. So I will be rocking one for <laughs> you, for you guys. I, I, I have one coming. Um, so I, I don't know if I'll do it traditional. It is the winter, so it is cold outside. So, but you know, I, I'll rock the kilt rocket for you guys uh-huh. but I, I i am excited about this uh, this is a, a neat thing so you have food you have shopping we're doing gaming and th- what is the time frame for this entire event for our listeners to know
1: so uh we have essentially two different types of experiences you can join what's called our great hall mm-hmm. and if you're a lone mercenary maybe you don't you know you're a Maybe a duo. You don't have a full table to to book, then you can come in as a mercenary, and we'll we'll put you at a, a table in our great hall. We're trying to match people up with others of similar experience. Um, we're queuing our DMs in to say, hey, you know, we've got a table of of folk who have you know, play regularly, you know. So maybe you want to tailor something, you know, to their experience level. But if you're an absolute beginner. That's totally fine. The table that you're running, uh, Steve, is uh, now ten absolute beginners. <laughs>
0: it's all good. Oh yeah. it's, it's going to be fun. It's, <laughs> it's probably good that alcohol isn't involved. Then you know.
1: Oh, definitely with this group. Um, although I can't, I can't guarantee you they won't smuggle in a weed ram. But anyway,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know. So we really, you know. Or if you have a party with whom you adventure on a regular basis and you want to have a private experience, uh, we are fortunate enough to have access to the entire Echo Hose training facility, which is a former private school. So we have a number of private rooms where, for example, where you're going to be running your game. And the room can be themed. Um, you know, what I like to think for those rooms is perhaps you're a group who, who plays on a regular basis and you always thought it'd be really cool to play that game where everybody's a wizard, but you wouldn't necessarily do that in a campaign that's going to run over the course of several episodes (laughs) because it would be a really short campaign, um, so you know maybe you want to you want to do that so if you have a group that you play with on a regular basis you know let your dm sit at the you know at the table as a player for once and go on an adventure together
0: absolutely i like that and i like that you're you're, you're 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 putting it out there that hey these games aren't while they are, these are these are special games because these are one of the kind games that you're you're talking about. These are absolutely exclusively for this or being set up inspired because of this event. And, absolutely. And so you're offering the players like, hey, if there's something you're wanting to do, let us know, and we will set that up. Uh, James, I know you, I don't know if you want to talk about yours, even you know, just a hint of it. But you've got something. You've got a customized one that you're doing, yes. Um, which has a specific theme. Uh, do Do we want to keep our lips tied here or sealed here? Or um,
2: so I can say that mine Mine okay. will take place in a galaxy far, far away. Star Trek. Got it. Yep. Bingo. <laughs> um, and uh, there is a uh, a plot twist at the end with a possible second plot twist at the end you're inception in this thing over there yes um (laughs) go you and uh it it takes place in a time before the rule of two uh has been uh put into uh law with the sith um so uh they'll be playing a party of sith Mm -hmm. and uh and the Emperor has a special job for them to do.
0: So you are taking D&D, because these are all D&D 5e, I think, Believe unless otherwise requested, yes. um, games. Mm-hmm. And you're theming that to Star Wars, and I am theming mine to uh, the Highlands, the Outlands of a Scottish fantasy theme. Mm-hmm. So you already have the request you already have the variety there and that's fun that's neat because that challenges me not only challenges me as a dm and i'm sure it's challenging the heck out of you james uh building a star wars themed DD game uh, that's impressive uh that's a lot of homework on your side so i i, I like that and i think that's really fun and it, you're definitely offering a one-of-a-kind experience a very unique experience here kathy just on, just on that alone um
1: yeah, I think, and I think, you know, one of our goals, you know, to be honest, when we, we started thinking about the event, we thought of it in terms of, well, we don't want it to feel like work for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we want it to be fun. You know, we obviously want it to be fun for our players, but we also really want it to be fun for our, our game masters, our storytellers, because, you know, they're really the stars of this show. You guys are the stars. You know, we're just, you know, we're going to have some NPCs who maybe will come in and try to ruin your day a little bit. Um, (laughs) I didn't talk about our our NPCs. So we have um, right now there are three Mm. who are will be fully costumed, fully in character Mm. and will circulate through all of the games and as a table or as a player, if something happens that you don't particularly enjoy, for example, the DM rolls a 20 on that, you know, whatever it is, you can say, I need a hero. And one of our heroes will come to you and for a donation to the church or crossing the bard's palm with silver, or maybe, you know, a blessing from, for our paladin, they can make the DM reroll that die. Or perhaps you need a little blessing to be cast on your party for a period of time. So everyone rolls an advantage for the next, I don't know, minute or so.
0: You see this, she's putting cheat mode on D&D.
2: I think that, that <laughs> I think that's great. I think that like that's fun. my philosophy on one shots is always that your player should always leave feeling like the hero. They, you know, you, oh, it should be a challenge, but it shouldn't be a. Uh, they shouldn't ever be like raked over the coals or or fail. Um, you ultimately want success, but you want those hard moments of oh, like. I really think we need a little bit extra right now and i think that having those people wandering wandering the hall or wandering those side rooms um really makes you know really you know it a keeps the the air of the of the night alive and at the same time gives people that extra push to get over a a hard moment in in whatever game you have going i do like it
0: i i do i, I, I know i joke but like i i've never been one for To take one shots quite seriously because they're quite literally one shots there's you know there's very little risk in it for the long-term haul so this is these are always go out ham out with these things um this sounds absolutely like a blast uh it's going to be happening again i'll say this again march 25th uh it is going to be from what time
1: uh so VIPs will be arriving uh, around 4.30. That's if you have a private room. If you're in our main hall, you can arrive somewhere around 5.30 or 6. Um, so you can grab your food and dine with your your storyteller a little bit. Maybe get a feel for what's going to be going on in your world. Uh, we will kick everything off at 6.30 where we'll introduce our heroes and explain how that works. Um, and it'll run until probably, I would say probably 11 at the the latest um although we do not have a time restriction um but i mean we'll probably be throwing people out of you know we get to 2 (laughs) (laughs)
0: a.m i am i i again i say i'm 36 but i am old i I think 2 a.m is way (laughs) past my bedtime i'm just saying there i don't know man Uh, we
1: are hoping to have another one in the fall maybe so you know oh,
0: that's even better yeah yes um so I, I I love everything about this. I'm I'm truly am excited. And obviously, you have a fond moments with D and D. Is there a special memory, a D and D memory, you would like to share with the uh, the listeners?
1: Yes. So I run a campaign. Um, so we we currently have three campaigns that run out of our house. Mm. Um, <laughs> during COVID, we turned half of our garage into a game room because you do, and um, unfortunately, you know, Jeff was never able to be an, a regular participant in games. So he got to become the, the crazy one-off character. And um, in one of the games that we were running, and actually this is a game I was playing as, as opposed to uh, DMing, um, I decided that my character was going to throw a tea party. As a bard, as you do, so because we were, we were using the lair, uh, she was basically trying to get information from everybody. She didn't trust any of them. So <coughs> I turned the whole, we call our game room the lair, and the whole lair was tricked out with fluffy pink curtains and photographs. And it you know, went from you know, looking like a, a really cool DM room to looking like a, a floofy parlor. And Jeff ended up becoming the butler. And he would, at spontaneous moments, knock on the door and say, Madam, I've prepared lemonade. And he had we had lemons and he had made fresh squeezed lemonade and he brought down to the tea party. And he just became this, the butler. And every time he would come in, everybody would go nuts for the butler at the tea party and having a a great number we had at the time I think we had four or five 20 something year old guys playing sitting there drinking <laughs> tea out of little tiny china cups oh, and I made sure awesome. I found the tiniest cups that I could <laughs> and the tiniest spoons <laughs> and they were all drinking tea and eating finger sandwiches and um yeah, so that's that's a crazy fun D&D moment
0: dude that is like the best moment not only did you you know you turned your garage into a dnd like sanctuary you mm-hmm. turned it into a five-year-old little girl's room afterwards for this one event that is <laughs> awesome, I'm awesome. And you had a bunch of grown men in it <laughs> that is oh, yeah they didn't know god.
1: it was a tea party till they walked in
0: oh my god that's that's epic uh well i you know Are you playing or are you you going to be just running around? Are you going to host a game?
1: I will not be DMing this session. Uh, I will be one of your heroes.
0: Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) In future, perhaps I will run a a session of um, the game that I I currently run, which is uh, The Rise of Arthur, which takes place in Arthurian legend, uh, but with a twist. So they run into the characters that you may have read of from um, in the Mortar tour or, you know, any of the Camelot stories, but they're a little different. So
0: I, I'm excited about that. That's cool. I want you to run a room. I want the little tea room. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you I, want a I tea room? Abs-
1: okay. <laughs> I want to see
0: the tea room. I I would be absolutely giddy giggling. I, I would be like kicking my feet back and forth. Like, <laughs> it's about to go down. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> awesome. Um yeah. so, so, so where can the good people out in Nerd Nation find you and sign up for this event?
1: So you can either go to the Advancing Heroes Fund website, and it's advancingheroesfund.com. Um, and there's a link there to an evening of adventure, or you can go to advancing events.com. Either one will get you there. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Um I think we're on Instagram. I'm not big on the Instagram, but my daughter does that. Um, yeah, and I So, and I think you can find us via Covetous Imp. Um, so there's a lot of ways to get to us. Um, we unfortunately cannot take walk-ups the night of the event. Mm, um, so yeah, you do have to purchase your ticket in advance, um, but just to play is 20 bucks. So it's, you know, not a big ticket. Um, and food, you can get the full Royal feast for another 20 and, you know, so for 40 bucks and maybe some raffle tickets, you can have a full night of gaming and adventure and fun and shenanigans and
0: sounds like a good perfect things. date night. Honestly, you know, go play some games or, you know, if you're single, right, go, go have some fun and make some bad decisions, rolling dice and, you know, curse the dice gods. Um, absolutely. Uh, James, I know we didn't talk to you too much tonight. I, I appreciate you being here, buddy. Uh, yeah, anytime. But, uh, you know, want to make sure we give you the support and TLC that you deserve, sir, uh, especially since it sounds like you are borderline one of the founding fathers of this event and helping her out. Uh, where can the good people at Nerd Nation find you, sir?
2: Uh, so I'm on Facebook at Covetous Imp Gaming, I'm on YouTube at Covetous Imp Gaming. Uh, that's Pretty much where I live. Um I run a Facebook group for the state of Connecticut. Uh that is uh just trying to help people uh that are new to DD or getting back into DD find other people to play DD with. Uh that is uh Connecticut Dungeons and Dragons. Um yeah that's it that's that's where I live that's what I do everything's dnd i mean you're pretty broad on there that's awesome
0: <laughs> uh and we'll definitely have to get you back on to talk about you know the 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 ct dungeons and dragons my man uh that is awesome um but yeah so let's go ahead and let's wrap this up as always please like subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and if you are listening to us on apple or spotify please remember to rate and review we're also on instagram and facebook so please like and follow us at dna pod or on Twitter at NerdDNApod, or on our webpage, nerddnapod.com. I am Steve Pugh. I have been joined by Kathy, who is just this wonderful, amazing, just empowering lady here who is just doing such amazing things. I cannot say enough good things. And the deep thinking over there, James uh, from Combat Simp Gaming, Guys, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much for having me be a part of this. Uh, March 25th, guys, be out there. Seriously, this is going to be an absolute blast of an event. I know the tickets are selling quick because I get to see the Discord messages of, hey, we got this table going up. So we, you know, put the money out there, you know, come support, uh, especially if you're local, guys, and come have a good time. Uh, I think that's the best place for us to wrap it up. So thank you and good night.